In 2013, Ann Christofferson and Linda Bubin, the founders and owners of Women and Children First Bookstore in Chicago, announced they were retiring after 34 years and looking for someone to take over their business. After receiving a number of offers, they chose their successors, Lynn Mooney and Sarah Hollenbeck, two of the store's staff members. It was a big decision, but the way they let Lynn and Sarah know was very low-key. Here's Sarah. I walked into the store just to work, which I always scheduled, and Linda told me. Um, it wasn't super formal. It was more congratulations, a big hug, a warm smile. We had to help customers immediately. The story of the closing actually might be a more satisfying story. That was Lynn you just heard. And on this mini-episode of The Distance, we'll bring you the story of the day Anne and Linda formally turned over the feminist bookstore they had founded to Lynn and Sarah. But first, a little bit of background. It involves, as so many things do, lawyers. The four women, Anne, Linda, Lynn, and Sarah, were all colleagues and friends, but they still needed to hire lawyers to draw up the contract and handle the formal process of selling the store. Linda had thought it could all be done in a few months, but her lawyer laughed at the idea. She said, I know you think this is simple, but believe me, it's not. And it's like, how complicated can it be? We all have the same goals. We all want the store to do well. We want a sense of we were paid fairly. They want a sense of we paid fairly for this business, now it's ours. Even so, there was a lot of back and forth over the price. Anne was planning to retire completely but Linda wanted to keep working at the store part-time, so she offered to take her half of the proceeds over three years instead of in a lump sum, hoping that would ease the negotiations over price. And my lawyer was kind of aghast. You know, so many things could go wrong. What are you going to do if the store fails and they owe you this money? Are you going to take the store back? And I said, oh, my God, no. Because I had really, in my mind... I had made the break, and I did not want to be responsible for it again. You know, lawyers try to do a good job for their clients. That's their job. And Lynn and Sarah and Anne and I both felt that I wish we could do this without lawyers, but we can't. And so we've got to let them hash this out till we get to a mutual place. It took several months, but the two sides reached a deal, and both Anne and Linda were able to be paid in full. And that brings us to the day of the closing. Lynn and Sarah carpooled to the lawyer's office in downtown Chicago, where they met up with Anne and Linda. Here's Lynn kicking off the story. We had written a card to Anne and Linda, so we had something to give them at the closing. We exchanged some really lovely memories, and there were some tears shed, and we gave them the card. And of course, we're signing papers, too, through all of this. And the lawyers were sitting there just shaking their heads like, who are these people? And one of them finally said, I think speaking for all of the lawyers in the room, you know, closings of business purchases don't usually go this way. (laughs) And I said, well, then you don't know us because this is exactly the way it would have to go. There was a lot of hugging, and they each wrote us these beautiful cards expressing their gratitude to us and expressing how honored they were to be taking over this enterprise. And so, yeah, it wasn't really affirming. 
um, the whole experience was because it's difficult doing a business transition. There's a lot of emotions, but in the end, it was just very much an affirmation that we had done the right thing. Thanks for listening to The Distance. We'll be back next week with the story of another long-running business. As always, The Distance is brought to you by Basecamp, the leading app for keeping teams on the same page. Sign up at Basecamp.com slash The Distance.